0: This podcast is brought to you from the studios of 96.5. 96.5 is a listener-supported radio station in Brisbane, Australia and relies on the generosity of people just like you to create content that matters. If you're enjoying this show and you'd like to hear more podcasts like this, you can support the work of 96.5 with a financial gift. Make your secure donation at 96five.com.
1: got so many questions? Let's give you so many answers with counsellor, author and psychotherapist Sandy Oswald.
0: Hi, this is Sandy. Thanks for joining us again today as we look at some of the questions that our listeners are bringing to us and see if we can give them some answers today. Today's question is,
1: catching up with family can be so hard. How do I handle extended family members that I don't get along with?
0: Tricky question. We all inevitably are going to get together with extended family members maybe soon or there'll always be a celebration throughout the year. And what do I do when I get together with these people? Well, just to explain a little bit of what goes down, when we grow up and move out of our family of origin, we begin to create our own values that may differ from our parents, maybe extended family or even our siblings. This period in our 20s and 30s is called differentiation. We're establishing our own core beliefs that sometimes can create tension and stress within your family because they could be different to the culture, the traditions, and the values that your parents or other people had around you. I understand that there's listeners from many different scenarios, from those who are single to those that have left home, to those that are married, to those that may be in abusive family situations. Today, I want to shed some light on how to handle family members that we share different values with. Where family and friends differ is that if we feel that our values are differing from our friends, we just grow apart and we actually might just put them in the acquaintance list rather than the good friend list. But family is different. They just don't seem to go away. Recently, I was perplexed how family can cause so much joy yet also cause some of the deepest pain. And I wrote a list. The list actually just says what family is and what family also is. If we desire to have shared memories and experiences of happy multi-generational times together, then we're actually going to have differences of opinion, different values and traditions, as well as different ways of doing and saying things. That's because relationships involve people and people have different personalities, triggers and backgrounds. Jesus speaks about altercations between his disciples and their brothers and families often in the Bible. We even see in the beginning of time where there was family conflict where Cain killed Abel. So it's not a new thing. But we don't need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. We don't need to abort all family occasions just because there are ones that we actually don't get on with. When I do family mediation sessions, I often think that it sounds a little bit like a group of two-year-olds squabbling and trying to get attention or a star sticker from their mum and dad. That's because a large part of us feeling good about ourselves is this feeling of feeling validated. But if I've learned anything in over 50 years on this earth is that parents, people, positions and possessions cannot validate who I am. I am only who I am when I recognise whose I am. I am a daughter of God. I am chosen I'm in right standing with him through what Jesus did for me. I am forgiven. I am not perfect, but he loves me anyway, and he's proud of the person I'm becoming. Jealousy, people-pleasing, poor mental health, strife, trauma, insecurities, playing favourites are all parts of family, but so also are beautiful, fun memories, provision, heritage, comfort, stories, love, support, favour, and shared experiences. So when we look at family, it's not looking at through rose-coloured glasses and saying, there's something wrong with me. Please be encouraged. Most of us are like the rest of us. There's an old proverb that says familiarity breeds contempt. I looked up that word contempt, and it actually means disdain and disrespect, I cover this in another podcast, but often as families and also because of social media, sadly, we think we know everything about everybody. So it just delves into this side of people's personal life and we actually become too over familiar with each other. Therefore, this erodes our respect for each other. This thinking that we know everything about everybody and we see everything about everybody, or maybe you're a family that you see each other often. And therefore, everybody knows each other's business. I want to make a disclaimer today. If you've suffered abuse from a family member, perhaps you might be on a journey of forgiveness. Restoration may not be possible, or at least it has to be for now that you keep your distance from that person. Or you may not have a family around you. Families are all different. None are wrong, none are right, just different. Perhaps because of divorce, mental health, lack of emotional intelligence, death, health issues, or even distance, that you don't have that deep connection with your extended family. Reality is some families don't have the capacity to love and be close. Sometimes finding a church or a community family group is the way that you can create new memories and shared experiences. And also as you become a family to someone else, Maybe you have homestay students or something like that where you can invite and open your home and your heart and fill somebody else with that sense of joy, love and sense of belonging that you can create a family there. Do you feel stuck, like you're not moving forward or not coping with life's challenges? Counselling could be the answer. You'd be surprised how much of a difference it can make by just talking to someone. You can talk through your options with Sandy at So Many Answers Counseling Service by phoning 1-800-ANSWER. That's 1-800-267-937. Go to somanyanswers.com for more information about Sandy and how So Many Answers Counseling Service can help you. I wanted to spend some time today on creating some boundaries around what to do with, you know, this extended family and just some things that will help you. And we'll look at one today and then we'll be able to look at some in part two. First of all, begin to establish a healthy boundary. I want to explain to you there's three types of boundaries. A meshed, rigid and healthy. A mesh boundary is where everybody knows everybody else's business and there's often a codependency. There's a lot of familiarity, as I talked about before. And what this familiarity does is it breeds this disrespect. Every generation vows to do things differently than their parents. Parents in the post-war era were encouraged not to praise their children as they were setting them up for disappointment. If they didn't get that praise, they were actually making them more resilient. And they cut off a lot from their children, often emotionally but even sometimes geographically. I only rang my parents-in-law about once a month every six weeks when you know, I first had young children due to the fact that phone calls actually cost money. Every minute that you talked, it cost money. Then we hit the modern world and we do a whole different change and we're gonna be all different and everybody wants to be so close to their children and wanna be their friends and talk to them all the time. I've talked about this in the Boundaries podcast, but it's important to note that when we leave our family of origin, we don't want to be like where we only contact them once every six weeks like we had to because, and we only tell them three things because that's the phone call is going to run out. And we don't want to be in their lives all the time. We want to be able to create this healthy boundary, you know, and it's not this enmeshed boundary where everybody knows everything. And as parents, it's very important that when you're with your children, that you speak with that adult child and you speak about their life and don't have to add all the other siblings in. Because like I said before, we're really like two-year-olds. We want that undivided attention when we're with our parents. So with this whole thing of creating these new boundaries around healthy families is to remember not to overshare certain areas of your life, certain areas of your life as an adult are your areas and they are for you and they're for you alone, they're not for everybody else to be able to be shared. There's a saying, fish, friends and family all have this in common, they all begin to smell after a few days, in some case hours, but we actually don't want to get over familiar where we actually know everything about everybody. Then the opposite to a mesh boundaries is rigid boundaries, totally closed off, very strict, and no closeness. And we don't want this either. And this is really, really hard because we're actually, that's the opposite where nobody talks about anything. When we say the statement, everything gets pushed under the carpet, well, that's a really, really difficult thing because some things do not need to be said. But then there's other times where there's absolutely no closeness no depth to our conversation, and it just feels like that we're just not even related. Often newly married couples find it hard to navigate extended family times. This is because they've brought in these different styles of boundaries into the family. One side might have known everything, one side's completely closed off, and it's difficult to know what this is like and how to navigate this through. If you want to begin to establish new boundaries around your extended family, it's a delicate process and it won't change overnight. And so as we look at this whole subject of extended family, realise that, you know, you are going to be stepping out and you are going to be creating your own values and your own thing. But how to do that in a way that we still have a respect and we still have a voice, but we still have a respect for those around us And the first one we talked about is to be able to create those healthy boundaries. This is part one, and I encourage you to join me in part two. Until next time, remember, keep finding So Many Answers.
1: So Many Answers is a production of So Many Answers Counseling Service and Brisbane's 96.5. Written and presented by Sandy Oswald, with editing and sound design by Joe Murray and Justin Roulon. Check the show notes for details about today's show and find more about Sandy at somanyanswers.com. You can discover additional 96.5 podcasts by downloading the 96.5 app at 96five.com or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast then you'll love Mind Made Matter with Ken. It's all about helping you connect reason to faith and building evidence for the existence of God. Search Mind Made Matter wherever you get your podcasts or search 96FIVE to find more by 96.5.